Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Yo, welcome to another episode of the Real Work Stories podcast. As always, I'm your host, Benjamin, and you know this is the podcast where I talk about all things customer service, from the customers to the co-workers and everything in between. Today, we'll take y'all on a little trip and go to my world a little bit. Talk about some of the people I work with and probably some of the people you work with, too. Because when I think about it, it's pretty much the same people. Now, before I get into that, though, definitely want to say thank you again i know i say it every episode but y'all i mean it thank you for all of the likes the shares the comments the downloads everything it's really appreciated y'all just don't know how much y'all keep me motivated so keep it up continue to share like comment subscribe but let's get into it so today we're gonna to talk about a couple of the people i work with now don't worry i ain't giving up But I'm going to just describe them. Why? Because I think if I describe these people well enough, you can think of the same people that you work with and do the same thing. So the first person I'm going to talk about is that one person who's always cold, right? (laughs) Don't laugh, y'all. This is serious. That one person, they are always cold. It'll be 105 degrees outside in the shade, and this person is cold. If you go to their desk right now, There's two things you're going to find. A space heater and a blanket. Oh, look. Check it out. I'll wait. Not too long, man. But go check it out. I guarantee you. There's a space heater and a blanket. Now, depending on what level of cold this person always is, like you got your regular cold people who got just like a regular blanket and a space heater, but then you have the extra cold ones. They keep an electric blanket. And it's plugged up at their desk. Now, here's the thing. Y'all already know. Company policy say you ain't supposed to have nothing like that plugged up at your desk. So what they do is they keep the little part that's plugged in right by their foot. So if the wrong person walked by, they could just kick it out real quick. Yeah, because they already know they ain't supposed to have it. But they keep it. It's locked up in their desk somewhere. They probably got their desk rigged up so you can't open it at will. You got to know exactly how to turn it and lift the drawer to open the desk up to keep the electric blanket in there. But I guarantee you it's one in there. Now. Here's another thing. This person, they have a fuzzy pair of socks on all day. And they are not ashamed to walk around the building completely wrapped up in their blanket with no shoes on. Now, if you sit next to that person, don't look at them because they're going to know. But you know exactly who I'm talking about. And you know them little fluffy socks you get from Walmart and stuff or Target. It's the purple ones with the little white things wrapped around the top. They probably got a little fuzz ball on the back of them. Yeah, you know exactly who that is. They always cold. Go give them a blanket. Matter of fact, that's what you should give them for Secret Santa this year. Give them another blanket, because they need it. Now, the next person we're going to talk about is that one person who's always hungry. Now, I'm talking about myself a little bit, because I'm always hungry. Got snacks at my desk right now. By the way, I work from home, so it's perfectly fine for me to have snacks at my desk. I'm just saying. But this person, 
They have all the good snacks in their desk drawer. All of them. They are probably stacked up neatly, probably alphabetized. However, they choose to organize it. It is not a mess in that drawer. That drawer is perfectly stocked and everything is situated like you just walk into the stock room of like a giant department store or something like that. They got all the good stuff. They got honey buns, they got zebra cakes, they got little cookies, little crackers. You know what I'm saying? They got Twinkies, they got all that. Now here's the thing that you need to know. They are guaranteed, hear me, this person is guaranteed to have local restaurant menus at their desk probably laid out on top of their desk right now kind of tucked behind the monitor a little bit but it's there and they got the phone numbers to these restaurants saved in their phone already so you don't have to worry about it oh and the ones who changed their numbers since last time they got a menu they know the number's been changed just ask them for it they'll tell you the new number and they know all the secret menu items so no matter where you order from they'll interrupt what they're actually supposed to be doing for work to tell you how you have to order this one thing and usually they're right whatever they tell you to order get it matter of fact get two because you're gonna like the first one so much that you're gonna eat it you're gonna want more so yeah always order two and the best part about this person is that they have all the essentials for eating at your desk even if you ain't supposed to do it now, i don't know about y'all but at my job in the office you really ain't supposed to be eating at your desk like that do people do it? Absolutely. Am I guilty? I will not incriminate myself, okay? I'm just saying. But the very the very best part about this person is that they have all the essentials for eating. So they got plastic plates, silverware, cups, napkins, condiments, you name it, they got it. They are prepared to feed a small army if necessary. I'm just saying. You need something to eat? Go to them. Now, let me talk to a special group of y'all right about now. If you know who this person is at your job, don't snitch. Please don't. Do everybody on your floor a favor and keep your mouth shut. We don't need everybody to know where the snacks are. Because we need the snack person, okay? Their job is more important than yours, okay? Trust me. Trust me when I say that. Their job is much more important than yours. And our stomachs are satisfied because of it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, this next person I'm going to talk about, you might have to think a little bit on this one. But I want to talk about this person who is somehow always on vacation. Because I have a couple questions for this person. Number one, where did you get all this extra PTO from? I'm just trying to figure out. Because if me and you work in the same place, Got the same job title we're probably making close to the same amount of money but you seem to have like 17,000 more hours than I do and I don't understand because I know people who have been out of PTO since February 9th okay like out for the year no more since February 9th you have been on seven vacations and you got three more planned it's like how do you keep a job and how do you keep all this PTO? Now, don't tell me you rolled over all these hours from last year because you ain't rolled that many over. I know you did. You can't. I'm just saying. I just want to know how you do it. Aside from that, 
let's talk about how your time off from work keeps somehow getting approved. Who were you talking to and what are you saying to them? I need to know. I got a fight to get two hours off to go to a doctor's appointment. But you was in, this person was in Bali last week, Rio de Janeiro the week before that, Kalamazoo, Disneyland, Disney World, like everywhere. This person got pictures up everywhere, y'all. And I just can't figure it out because I got to fight tooth and nail to get time off. This person just, <sighs> they just got it like that. They good somehow. And I don't get it. I don't get it. If, if y'all know the secret to how to get time off like that, let me know. Email me, okay? The email is realworkstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Please email me and let me know how you managed to get this kind of time off, okay? All right. I'm just saying. For real. Email me. I want to know. Now, this next person I'm going to talk about, it's kind of two people wrapped in one. It's that one person who don't need this job and don't get paid enough for this. Yeah, now you see why I said it's the same person. Because they always complaining about something when it happens or when something changes. You know what I mean. Staff meeting on Friday. Everybody come into the staff meeting. And they're like, hey guys, we're making some changes. We're doing X, Y, and Z now. We're not doing it like how we were doing it last month. So we need, you know, we got to make some changes. We got to get some things done. And here go this person at the back of this meeting. Sitting at the back in the corner, playing on their phone. <sighs> Why they always doing something? They always change something. Always doing something. They don't, they, uh, I'm sick of this job. I don't know why they keep changing this stuff. It ain't going to make it no better because you know I don't need this job. You know I don't need it. I can go anywhere. And that same person is always at the back like, they changing something again? I don't get paid enough for this. Now, here's the real funny part about this person. Number one is, they barely do the job that they were actually hired to do. And don't let their supervisor ask them to do something that they're already supposed to be doing. Here they go again. I don't get paid enough for this. But like, you don't even do the things that are actually in your job description. So like, you're like the last person to be fussing about what you should or shouldn't be doing. Now, this person always has to talk about how many other companies offered to hire them and how they pick this job for, insert the lame excuse right here. They pick this job because, oh, I, I, I just, I picked this one because it's the closest to my house. Or I picked this one because they, they was giving off the best hours. You know, I need, I need this day and this day off. This is the only one giving me this. But I could have went anywhere. I could have been doing anything. Like, well, go do that then. Stop telling us how you could be doing it and just go do that since you hate it here so much. I'm just saying. Now, another thing this person does is they always somehow seem qualified to tell everybody else in the office how they're supposed to do their jobs. But this person don't even do their own job. They always logging off, walking around, talking about how messed up people got them at work every time the slightest thing happened. And then, gotta say it again, they gotta remind you how they don't get paid enough for this. And how they don't need this job. 
But every day they keep coming back. And mind you now, this person, they done been there about seven, eight years. Ain't going nowhere no time soon. I just wish they'd stop. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, they, you know you want them to sit down and shut up. Because I do too. I'm tired of hearing them walking around. The bad part is, y'all, I know like four people like this. That's a shame. Now, the next person I'm going to talk about is the manager of the year. To be. <laughs> yeah, I said it. It's the manager of the year to be. Now, let me tell you. Let me, let me break this person down for you. Now, this person used to be a manager somewhere else. They were a manager at another big company. Something happened. You know, maybe everybody got laid off. Maybe the company is downsizing. Whatever. Now, this person had to put an application in. They had to come back to a little entry-level position to get their foot in the door. Oh, but they are manager of the year. To be. Now, what they do is, every time the manager position come up, they apply for it. It don't matter. They've been working there three days. Oh, yeah, I just put my, I just put my application in for the manager. I see, I see they're looking for another manager. I just, just put my application in. You just started here. <laughs> Your orientation ain't even done yet. You don't even know where all the bathrooms are. But you you want to be the manager already? Okay. Cool. Your password don't work right now, but you, you want to be a manager. Cool. Keep forgetting your login information. That's all I'm saying. You ain't even take your badge picture yet. Calm down. Now, let me tell you what else this person does. They wear a business suit to work. Every single day. Monday to Friday. It never fails. It seems like they got a million of them because you don't never see the same color. Now, at my job, they have dress down days. You know what that means? It's like, hey, take off the business suit. Let's get a little casual. You know, wear some jeans, wear some sneakers, wear a little jersey, t-shirt, you know. Relax a little bit. Nah, not the manager in training to be. They have to have on that business suit, even on the dress down day hear their shoes coming down the hallway click clack click clack click clack oh boy here comes insert name we'll let you think about who that person is now this next person is almost the polar opposite of the manager of the year to be this is the new person that's full of hope oh man y'all know who it is you know, when you're sitting at your desk, you can tell they just hired some new people because they're giving them a tour of the building. They're showing them where the break rooms are, where the bathrooms are, where the where the emergency exits are. If you got elevators, they're showing them where all the elevators are and who works in what areas, yada, yada, yada. And this person is coming through with the biggest, biggest ear-to-ear smile on their face. Now, as I say this, a part of me wants to be really excited for this person because it's like, wow, you're probably just getting into the workforce. You're excited about having this job, and I understand that I am not hating on this person in the slightest. But you also know that this person is not quite prepared for the foolishness that they are going to learn is going to happen at this company. Now, this person, they try to follow all the rules. And here's the thing. It's not because they're being a jerk or anything, but it's simply because they want to take this job seriously. 
they come in and they see everybody else whispering like, oh, you know, this job really ain't all that. You know, this thing, this place really ain't all it's cracked up to be. It ain't all they say it is. But this person is trying to hold on like, just maybe, just maybe this can be a career for me. And everybody else is just around them like, please stop. Because you don't know how toxic this place really is. You're about to become a savage and don't even realize it. This place is going to kill you inside. Ah, but this new person who's full of hope, keep the smile going. It's it's not even sickening. It's almost like a, a breath of fresh air. It's like, wow. You are really naive. Again, I'm not mad. I ain't hating. I'm just saying. Give it about six months. You'll have a new haircut. That's all I'm saying. Now, another thing about this person who's full of hope is that they're almost hopelessly naive because they genuinely believe that every person they talk to is trying to be their friend. And it's, it's almost sad because that person is probably going to get taken advantage of and done wrong by a majority of these people of these people because they are so trusting of everyone and it, it almost makes you want to take that person and pull them to the side and it's like look here's the reality this place is full of foolishness hard times and struggles but keep that smile on your face and you might be able to avoid it but then the other side of you is like Cause I'd hate for reality to hit you in the face like a sack of bricks because it's going to hurt. But let's give it up for the person who's full of hope. It's the new guy. Give it up. Give it up. Now, the last person I'm going to talk about today, the office parent. And y'all know who it is. It's that one person that everybody calls Mr. or Miss on the, at the job. Probably one of the older people that works there. They've been working there forever. And it's not because they can't do any other jobs. It's because they want to do this one. They're really good at it. And the thing is, they have figured out the secret to life. That's why they've been in this job position for so long. Now, I mean a long time, people. I'm talking like 15 to 20 years, probably longer this person has been working. Sitting in the same desk, probably in the same area for the longest. This person can tell you the last... 40 people that have been, you know, managers over them, where everybody else has gone that they've worked with. Man, you could learn a lot from this person. Like I said, they figured out the secrets of life. That's why this job doesn't bother them like it bothers everybody else. It doesn't aggravate them like it aggravates everybody else. At least, you can't tell it aggravates them. Because they don't let it show. Whatever happens, they just go with it. Policy changes, that's cool. It happened last year. I knew it was coming eventually. Oh, they cutting the bonuses this year? Ah, figured that was coming. They do that every seven months. It's weird. They only do it every seven months. But I knew it was coming. It's cool. We can't park in this section anymore? I figured that. Yep, I saw them hanging up the new stickers last week. I knew they weren't going to let us park over there for long. It's fine. I'm telling y'all, nothing bothers this person. Absolutely nothing. Customers yelling at them, they don't care. Manager tripping, they don't care. They just gonna come in, do their job, 
be nice, smile, go home. Like, nothing phases them. The even crazier part is this person knows their job so well, like, before you could even think of the question, they're like, come here, let me show you something. Let me show you something. You're like, how did you know that, man? I told you, they've been working here forever. They know all the secrets. They know all the tricks. You really want to learn the ins and outs of your job? Go sit with the office parent for two days. You will learn everything you need to know and like 40 things you weren't trying to learn just by sitting with them. I'm telling you. And here's the thing. The even crazier part is if you ever ask them, they'll tell you. They have no interest in trying to be the best. They're not trying to have the best stats. They're not trying to be the nicest person. You know, they're not trying to be, you know, team leader or nothing like that. No, let me just come in here. Let me just do this job. I don't want to be the supervisor. I don't want to be the manager. I don't need that kind of stress in my life. I'm good. This person is probably married. All their kids are grown and out of the house. They just got this job at this point. So they don't sit at home watching Jeopardy and Family Feud all day, rotting away their brain cells. But they love it here. Smiling all the time. And they probably always bring snacks to the job too. You know, a little donuts, some coffee and stuff. You know, this office parent also somehow remembers everybody's birthday. And they remember all of the details about you. They might have only met you once. But every time you see them, they're like, how's the baby? How's your wife? How's your husband? You know, they, they remember everything. It's just like having a parent, but just at work. Right? I know. I know I'm right. You don't have to admit it. I just know I'm right just know now here's the thing these are just a couple of the people that i work with but i want to know something i want y'all to tell me about some of the people y'all work with so here's what i need y'all to do check me out on instagram and on facebook at real work stories podcast and tell me comment on my post and tell me if you work with any of these same people that i work with or Tell me about somebody that you work with that I don't already work with that I didn't mention. I might do a part two to this. We'll talk about some more people I work with. Or some of the people y'all work with. Let me know. I want to hear from you. But y'all, that's it. It's been another episode of the Real Work Stories Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to y'all later. Holla. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.